It's that top down shit. Cruising on the motherfucking highway doing your goddamn thing. Ain't worried about a motherfucking soul. Just do you, baby. Retro player, player, and 64. Cruising USA Exotica, I need some bows. Hit the floors, cause I need that flower in this hoe. Nintendo power with the power, you gon' run the show. Flow heavy on beats like a tampon. Shorty wasn't sucking dick while your man gone. Hit it once, now your ex wanna stand up. Getting buck, hit the Chuck Norris, now you're dead wrong. Retro player, player, and 64. You ain't cuffing, get these hundreds, I'ma tell a hoe. It was all no love, I was dead broke. Welcome everybody to Jeff versus the World presents a Bully and the Hipster Sports Talk podcast, episode number sixteen. And like always, I got my man Shahid. What's going on? Nothing much. I think one of us is going to enjoy the show a lot more than the other person. But we're going to do the best we can. I'm just going to be here like Russell Westbrook sneaking some food on the side. Well, you're not being sneaky, sir. I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that sound familiar? Because <laughs> I was hungry, man. Um, so last night, now first and foremost, let me say this: I'm excited. The Vikings are in the playoffs. You know, we made the playoffs. Um, we had a chance to maybe win the North last night, and I understand, you know, sitting out Dalvin Cook for the playoffs. No problem with that. What I had a problem with is the defense did all they could with Aaron Rodgers um, in the Green Bay Packers and it wasn't like he had one of those Aaron Rodgers games because he didn't um, we had three turnovers in the first half and we going, we can only produce 10 points and I was just disappointed altogether with the offensive line it wasn't even me being upset <clears throat> with um, Kirk Cousins because a lot of the game, especially in the second half, he just didn't have any time. And I don't understand the play calling where we are running these plays where people are running <laughs> post and all this. Like you, He has to get the ball out quicker. So why won't we do more screens? Um, because the rush was just coming in. The O-line couldn't, couldn't hang at all. And that has me nervous for the playoffs. Because if we got bullied around like that last night, it's a whole different beast going into the playoffs. And, you know, especially teams that's already been in, the, been in the playoffs regularly. And, you know, it's it's different. The competition goes up more. And our O-line has been uh, up and down all year. And it just got me nervous. Uh, I, I was upset last night. I think I'm over being upset because, you know, maybe Dalvin Cook. I don't think even Dalvin Cook plan would have changed it but so much maybe you know the running game would have got going a little bit more about him you know finding holes himself and making things happen for himself but uh yeah it was just one of those games after they got the ball i went after when when the packers got the game ball back around three minutes i was just like i'm done i just turned it off it was just it was just one of those games that i saw early in the year and it never fails if the run game don't get going we done for that's what happened. But hey, we're in the playoffs, so I am excited for that. You got that archer system. Um you know I want to go harder, but being uh, I can't right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 good. I'm I'm content with everything right now. 
Wait, hold on one second. You didn't hear enough of that last night, did you? Uh, Why are you? Here's the thing. You downplaying the fact that you didn't play with your best offensive weapon and first and second most important player. Mm-hmm. That makes a difference. You can say, oh, well, you know, I don't know if things would be different if Dalvin Cook played or not. Yeah, it probably would have been different. It wouldn't have been worse. It's a good chance they'd probably be better. Not to say you guys would have won, but I wouldn't worry too much about it because it's kind of like, one, the team's in the playoffs. Two, you didn't play with Dalvin Cook. Three, it was kind of like it never felt that you didn't, you couldn't beat Green Bay. You just were just just had a, you know, didn't take advantage on the offense. Those things happen. It's one of those days. And I know it's this thing. I don't know how accurate it is because, you know, I feel about clutch and big time playing. And when you play, it doesn't make that much of a difference in regular season. Like, games should be important regardless. But I know it's this stereotype and it's this legend that Kirk Cousins does not play well in prime time. I don't know how accurate that is. It could easily be me. I could easily like feed into it if I want. But I caught the sec- I caught some of the first half and most of the second half. And it was kind of like, if you don't have time, it doesn't make a difference. And even when he had time, penalties would ruin things. Like they had that long touchdown that was ruined by a hole. The hole wasn't probably wasn't even necessary for the touchdown. But it's kind of like that's that's a difference. That's taking seven points off the board with like less than five minutes to go. Once that happened, I'm like, okay, game's over. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. You can't mess, and you can't mess around with Aaron Rodgers. It's kind of like if he's playing an off game, you got to turn three and seven. You can't have like two, three first downs in the first half and expect to beat Green Bay. You're absolutely right. And and I, I think I I understand exactly what you're saying, how having Dalvin Cook there um, changes a lot. But uh, it's just, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. It was the regular season game. I'm just, I'm focused on the playoffs. So whatever happens in the playoffs focus, happens. Focus on the playoffs where y'all will probably play. Who will y'all play? So you guys are locked into your spot. So you will probably be. <sighs> Depends on what happens. With, yeah. Yeah. So more than likely, you'll probably play whoever loses in whoever lose. No, y'all not going to play whoever loses that NFC West game. It's a good chance. Y'all might play Green Bay again. I, you know, that's what I, I'm a small, but I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of want Green Bay. Green Bay, or the, it's, I'm assuming you're going to probably play, depending on what happens next week, either Green Bay or the Saints. More than likely, depending on what happens this week. I don't want no problems with the Saints. Man, the, let me. The Saints are the same. We've I, talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we've why talked the, about it. Why do people, people keep doing that? Look, man. I just feel like it's gonna be a whole different thing come playoff time. Here we go. What? Drew Brees is gonna get younger? He's not gonna get younger, but. You know my team. Then, my, no, no, you know you're right. My team just has me in my head. That's all. You're right. Mm-hmm. Sure do. I understand. I mean, Vikings fan, and you guys get real neurotic come play all time. So, can you blame it, bro? So, I'm, each season's a new season. What does what happened? What does what happened two years ago last year have anything to do with this year? 
nothing. I know you bring up I know you bring up playoff experience and all that. That shit changes from year to year. Unless unless you've been doing it for a long time, like you're like a seven, eight year bet in the game, it don't matter. Like each year is different. You have no idea what you gotta deal with. Like you know it's you know it's the playoffs, but the situation changes, the scenario changes, and you gotta take it a day at a time. So stop stressing about things you can't control. You in the playoffs. You don't got to worry about getting a playoff spot. You'll play who you play. Hopefully, Dalvin Cook is healthy enough for it to make a difference. And if you can prevent Kirk Cousins from losing the game, you guys got a shot. That's all I want is a shot. So, but moving off Minnesota and to get me out of my head, let's 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 talk about something that I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, and that was the Cowboys and Eagles game. Um, I'm gonna let you take it away as being a Philadelphia fan. Uh, because I just got so much enjoyment out of that game watching Carlson Carlson Wentz uh, do his thing. So you you take it away. You want me to take it away? Mm-hmm. I got the mic now. Okay. You know what's funny leading up to it? It was I. I wasn't mad with people picking the Cowboys to win because all things created equal, Cowboys should have been favored. They had you know better team by advanced stats. They had more healthy talent. You know, they just came off a big win against the Rams. You know, that's a big deal. And people didn't have his faith for the Eagles. I was annoyed by the fact that no one could even fathom that the Eagles could win. It was kind of like, there's nothing I've seen that would make me think the Eagles could win. And I'm like, they have the same record. It's an NFC East game in Philadelphia. Like, you... All it took was one win against the fraud-ass Rams, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's the juggernaut we had. They're doing something now. Like, that's all it took? Like, nobody – I think a few people picked them, but it was kind of like, oh, I can't see it. They, they can't. Dallas got all this and this. And they're the real team. They're just underachieving. Philly out there playing with Walmart grocers. <laughs> and, Philly went, and Philly went in there and smacked them in the mouth. Like, the score was 17-9. This game wasn't that close. Because, you know, Miles Sanders could have scored the end if he wanted, but he chose not to, and they missed two field goals. But it was like they they beat them. They were just more physical than Dallas. Dallas made mistakes. Philly limited the amount of mistakes they made. And I took – before I go into the game, I would just say this. If you flip the coaches and you put Doug Peterson on Dallas and Jason Gary on the Eagles, Dallas would have won the division a long time ago. A long time ago. And if you flip coaches and quarterbacks, like you put Jason, you put Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz on the Cowboys, a team goes 13 and three at least. So I'm just laughing at this whole, but all year I heard people compare Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott was a dark horse MVP candidate. You know, it's my favorite term this year, dark horse MVP candidate because he had a hot month and Carson Wentz was a phony and a fraud and everything like that. And then December comes, it's a whole different story. Like Carson Wentz out there with practice squad receivers and rookie receivers. His right tackle's hurt. His main tight end breaks a rib. And you would have known played, you know, probably his, I don't know if it's his best game, top three game he's ever played. And I'm just watching that and just enjoying it. It was like, I don't clutch I always I hate that term because it's kind of like what does that even mean? You can't. That's not something you can judge. But like, he was out there just they were just playing focus. 
He's out there taking what the offense, what the defense gave him. And it's hilarious. Now people say, oh, yeah, Carson Wentz is pretty good. How did people forget how good he was? No shit. Because like Nick Foles. Somehow Nick Foles, um, and it took you really to break it, break that down in his little run um, after uh, Wentz got hurt two years ago. Um, yeah, Nick Foles just kind of like smashed the whole, the whole what, what and who Carson Wentz was because fans turned on him, analysts turned on him, and all of a sudden we were we were having a conversation about oh, Dak Prescott is better than Carson Wentz. That's the that's where the conversation went to. I'm Are like, we sure he was made the right decision by giving Carson Wentz that money? Are we because they comparing him to Jared Goff? And I'm like, cut the cut the crap, cut the crap. Even with all the stuff he's dealt with this year, he's 250 yards away from breaking 4,000. He's 150 yards away from breaking the Eagles' record for most receipt, most passing yards in the season. He's got like what 26 touchdowns and seven picks. He's had a good year. With not a lot of good receivers, and it's kind of like sit on the wayside. You know what happened? He had two bad games in a row. He had a bad game against New England and a bad game against Seattle, and people just like he's trash. No context, no nothing. It's like they just wrote he's trash. The Eagles are done, and all that stuff. And you know, clutch win against the Giants, clutch win against the Redskins, clutch game against the Cowboys, and he's not doing that with his full itinerary of people. Greg Ward been on the practice squad off and on for like three years. Ortega Whiteside is finally getting some time. It's finally running right routes. It's like he's not out there with Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson, and he's still going 31 for 40. Like they just they're just making it work. Doug Peterson's taking this offense. It's like I'm going to run it through my running backs and tight ends because that's who I can trust. And he coached his team up, and <laughs> I don't know what the hell. <laughs> Jason Garrett is doing. I'm looking at some of his decisions. Like, you know, you got to take Zeke out because he's tired or he got hurt. That's fine. That part, I don't mind. And the fumble happened afterwards. Like, you don't plan for stuff like that. I don't know what's going on with Amari Cooper. It's something going on because this whole either he's hurt or they took him out tomorrow. We took him out because he's not playing that well. And I'm just watching this kind of like, you got Zeke, you ain't using him. And they still, it's this idea that's happened this year where they want to say, we're going to run the team through Dak Prescott and we're going to beat you with Dak Prescott. That is not Dallas's key to success. I don't care how many times they force it. And they learned, and especially Sunday when he had a bad shoulder and they got down for all they want, he was airmailing a bunch of people. Like he missed a, a bunch of deep passes that could have been touchdowns. And it didn't help that the receivers dropped like six passes. So, yeah, that was it. Was just fun, and now I see Jerry Jones. He just leaves. The plane doesn't work. <laughs> Dow Cowboy fans are just like throwing it. It's oh, Jason Garrett and all this. We never going to win. Like it's still not over. The Eagles still have to win against the Giants. You know, because if they lose and Dallas wins, they can still win the division. But they're not sleeping on the Giants because they play against Danny Dimes. And it's a good chance they will probably play the loser of Seattle and San Francisco in the playoffs, in a home game. <laughs> it is funny how this how this playing out. But, you know, it's interesting as far as, you know, me and you text back and forth. You send me plenty of. Met uh, uh, tweets from Philly fans, 
you know, Dallas fans might have you beat as far as uh, reactions uh, during and after games because the stuff I saw was insane. Um, Cowboy fans are just delusional. That's a difference. Like, Eagles fans are just angry and upset, and they're hyper-competitive, and they overreact. Dallas fans are just straight delusional. Like, they still think it's 1994, and they have this mindset, like, you know, we dumb boys, and we destined to win, and all of that. And so when things go wrong, they go all the way wrong. But, you know what? I I understand mm -hmm. some of the issues they have. Now, first of all, Jason Garrett, okay, if you want to say he should have been fired a long time ago, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat with that. But like, I'm saying we need to find a new quarterback. I'm like, what? No, stop. Cut it out. Uh, uh, like this it's, fans. Yeah, it's 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 cool to be passionate about your team. But sometimes you gotta fall back on, and it's like social media. Like like you say, even you have made me see that sometimes it's not a good thing to text during a game. Oof, it is mm-hmm. not a good idea to take because you, you're like going, a madman. Yeah, exactly. And you're going off emotion. And I didn't learn that until I until you really used to like showing me people text. And I was like, Jesus, did I used to say like did I used to do shit like this? Maybe not to that extent, but I was in my feelings during games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas fans just gotta chill, chill out. It's gonna it's the, listen, Jason Garrett's gonna be gone. It's gonna be probably a whole new coaching staff. And if I had to guess. If I was a betting man, I'm betting it's gonna be Urban Meyer, and he'll have his cast of characters there. The only thing you gotta worry about is he gonna have a heart attack or not. Not to be funny. My neck, my neck and my back. Yeah, that's all you no. gotta worry about. Yeah, I, speaking of which, before we move on that game, now I got enjoyment from the game. I got more enjoyment from the day after because the people who picked Dallas, like, oh, I don't know what happened. It's just, it's a travesty. And, you know, they, they half of them couldn't even get credit to the Eagles. They're like, you know, Dak is out there hurt. Why did he give the ball to Zeke? Zeke's a coward because he took <laughs> himself out the game. All the famers don't do that. But Max Kellerman, with his, if I'm picking anybody who's responsible for the thing, Carson Wentz is seventh. And I'm sitting there and I'm listening to all this and I'm just like, Rolling my eyes. And then Dan Orlovsky's looking at him like, are you insane? Like, he just broke it down. Like, the problem with you guys is you focus on one or two things and just be a victim of the moment, not focus on the game. Because his whole thing was, well, he fumbled and got the fumble back. He missed the screen pass. So they got lucky. And Dan Orlovsky's like, he went 31 for 40. He threw for over 300-something yards with that same talent. Like, you know, just because Greg Ward played a good game doesn't make him better than Sean Jackson. Like, you can't say receivers being out doesn't make a difference because the receivers that were there played decent. It's like, that's not how it works. Like, he broke down exactly what Carson Wentz did. Because basically, like, Carson Wentz had to change his style from being a deep ball thrower to a dink and dunk passer. Like, he, that's hard to do on the fly. He had to do this this season. And this whole, oh, well, you know, it don't matter. Because, yeah, he did this against the Redskins, but Daniel Jones did 40-something fuck about the risk. And he's like, what that got to do with Carson Wentz? Like, you talking about other people did this, Carson Wentz didn't, so Carson Wentz sucks. I'm in. I don't know what it is. Like, people just get, they just feel a certain way about particular players, and, and they just they just go with it. Like, they just get real personal. Like, if you don't like a player, that's fine. Don't be getting delusional that he's the seventh most important person on the Eagles. Like, just... 
I'm gonna say, don't don't say don't say stuff like that. I'm gonna tell you exactly what it feels like. I remember, I remember um, when Skip first talked about To, and was it cold pizza? Maybe it was cold, mm-hmm. pizza, or maybe it was the beginning of the first take, or whatever. I remember how it escalated, and it escalated, and it got worse and worse. It's almost like that with Max Kellerman when it comes to Carson Wentz, and it seemed like it all started once that article came out about. Oh, some of the players are not with him and, you know, they're on the Foles bandwagon or whatever it may be. They were trying to uh, cut down Wentz's uh, leadership skills. Um, and ever since then, I've been noticing Max just been like, he's been riding and riding and riding. And I get it. You know, these guys got to play certain type of villains and heroes and characters when they're on TV because that's what get people watching. And I just think it's stupid because when you go back, and I, I think I sent you a text that day, and I was just looking at Carlson Wentz's numbers, and I'm like, he's had a hell of a year with the fucking, uh, like, third. No, the trash cans on wheels. No, no disrespect to receivers they throw. And I'm like, he's missing his starting three receivers and his number one running back, and he's missing his best lineman. Like, what are we talking about? And it's not like, and this whole, he's, I'm like, have you seen some of these QBs that have been playing? Look at Pittsburgh. Duck Hodges. Oof. I watched Saturday, Jameis Winston. I'm like, he's like a he's like a movie QB. Because you don't know if you're gonna get an ADR touchdown or a pick six. You might get both of this. You might get both back to back. Like it's plenty of bad and mediocre quarterbacks for you to be like stressing yourself over Carson Wentz. Like Carson Wentz, it wasn't like he was that he should have been MVP five or six years ago. That was two years ago. It was not that long ago. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm surprised. Now I can trust him. The man threw a touchdown on a blown ACL. The man was playing last year with a broken damn back. If you don't trust, like, if you don't trust him by now, what's the damn point? Like, I, and I know you talk about this whole people got to play roles and everything like that. And it's just, no, you don't. They choose to do that because it's easy and cheap. Like, call it straight. Call it strap it forward, you'll be respected. Because oh, yeah. once you play that role, that's all you're going to be. Oh, I'm the clown. Just play a role. I'm just playing. I'm playing a role. Well, he's, like and he'll get you. He me, he's the poor man Skip Bayless. That's all he is. And he's, he's, found, his, he's found his player that he's going to pick on. He's, he's, urban, he's urban Skip Bayless. <laughs> I wonder why that is. <laughs> uh yeah, so one more week and uh, yeah, it'll be playoff time and I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't wait for the playoffs to start. I think this is far sports. This is one of my favorite things. Is you know, it's playoff running, Super Bowl runs. Playoffs so important. They, they got Marshawn Lynch out of retirement. Wow. Talk about something I didn't expect at all. And I'm seeing this. You know, I get home last night and I'm just like. Why do they keep talking about Marshawn Lynch? And I think like something bad happened to him. Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> if physicals come out, he will be a Seattle Seahawk on a one year deal. Wow. Um I guess, you know, it is a smart move. I'm pretty sure the playbook have playbook hasn't changed that much. They um, have no running backs. Yeah, that too. He he's he's so- he's fresh. Yeah, like the other running backs are all on injured reserve. So it's kind of like, you know, 
at this point, why not? And it's a big difference between having a, a first round bye because it's like Seattle's beat up, and it you know it may be a shame they got to go on the road with no running backs and no left tackle and a whole bunch of injuries on the defensive side playing you know the Eagles because I know people saying oh. I know people say they don't want to play the Eagles. It's like, of course you want to pay them. They'll be the worst team going to the playoffs. I'm like, all right. There we go. Like you, keep keep thinking that. Keep thinking that if you want. And you play you play in a link against that team. Because once once Philly get in, it's like we ain't got nothing to lose. Because nobody picking up nobody picking us anyway. So whatever. And Carson Wentz gonna have something to prove. And not to look forward too deeply is like if they get to the divisional round, Deshaun Jackson is eligible to come back. You do not. I'm just saying right now. You don't want to play. You do not want to play Philly in the playoffs if Philly starts getting healthy. Well, I listen. I, I listen. I, you saying it right because I've been telling you. For some reason, y'all the underdogs now, and people like like painting y'all in that picture, and that's the worst picture to put them in because that's when they're gonna bite your ass. You gonna be like, oh, how did this happen? Just look at the Cowboys. I mean, it's a reason why people thought the Eagles were contenders. Like they had a deep ass roster. The only reason why they one of the reason they struggled is because everyone got hurt. Not because all of a sudden they stink. But it's like, go ahead, sleep. That's fine. I'm like, don't even worry about it. Cause it's kind of like, you know, people worry about can't sleep on the Giants because they got Danny down. Like, they ain't sleep on the Giants. They know they gotta beat the Giants to get in the playoffs. They went in the overtime to play them before. So they're not gonna mess around against the Giants. You know, once like once you win. Because this year, with the exception of Baltimore, it's not a team you're afraid to play in the playoffs. Like, it is, it is no team where it's like, oh, I don't want to play them. Because this has been some years it's like, I don't want any parts of New Orleans, or I don't want any parts of Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay and Lambeau, or I don't want any parts of Seattle. Like, the NFC, it's plenty of greasy. It's no team that's like, oh, I don't want to play them. Like, San Francisco, I'm like, be afraid of them if you want. Their defense hasn't been the same as it was early in the year, and they still got Jimmy G back there. Oh, speaking of it, let's jump into it. So let's talk about that San Francisco for um, Rams game. That was a hell of a game. I, mm-hmm. I, I, the hell of a game. But what I learned is what we always said, and it sticks to me. I, 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 yeah, I don't believe in Jimmy G. No, no, I don't. He's shaky, mm-hmm. man. He's shaky back there. He more. I was about to say he is shaky as uh uh the uh, Rams Shane Douglas uh <laughs> oh boy Shane, Shane golf yeah no golf. I don't want to go there. I mean it's, both those teams are unique because it's kind of like San Francisco's doing everything they can to minimize what Jimmy Garoppolo can do after bragging about getting them but at least it's like they've been doing the better the Rams they got problems. Mm-hmm. They got because they spent all of that money and all of that draft capital for what? To sit at home. I mean, now you sit at home, it's just going to get worse. Because you you traded for Jalen Ramsey, you got to pay Jalen Ramsey. So you paying him, you paying Aaron Donald, like you paying all these people. You just paid Jake off all this money, and you ain't sure about it. And it's about to get a lot worse cap wise. And normally it's like you know. When you pay the quarterback a lot of money, you can compensate with draft picks. But they don't have draft picks. <laughs> and it's kind of like everybody else in the division is like everybody else in the division is good and getting better. So yeah. That's that, that's the whole thing. That's, with, that's 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 the scary thing when you go into the win now mentality. When you say, Oh, I want to win right now, and you go all in, 
this is the things that can happen. Uh, and it, it's the the bad part about it. It's not just this year. They've been doing this for like three years. Because, you know, before it's like, you know, we got a kid to leave and Marcus Peters. And then we're going to get Indominus Sue. And then we're going to get this guy. We're going to trade for Dante Fowler. We're going to trade for this guy. Then we let this person go. We got to let Sue go because we don't pay him. You know, we got to trade Marcus Peters to free up money. Cause So we get Jalen Ramsey, trade two draft picks. So now, you know, have Brandon Cooks. You got to get rid of him. Got to get him back. Got to pay him. Got to, like, you keep doing over and over like it's mad. And, and it's like, you know, the bill comes due. Sooner or later, yeah. and the bill has come due with them. It's like you paying all, you paying premium money for a team that's not making the playoffs, Ooh. and it's not, and it's like you know, their main mistake. I'm sure if they could do it all over again, they would not have signed Jerry Goff that long term deal, because that's going to, because like you signed Jerry Goff all that money after paying Ty Gurley his money, and Ty Gurley is is not. Todd Gurley all pro is this Todd Gurley a guy that looks like he used to be all pro so it's gonna be ugly it's hard get, it's hard getting you know it's hard getting rid of bad QB contracts you get rid of any other like you can eat money with like you know the Pitts, Pittsburgh ate Antonio Brown's money you can eat wide receiver money one year you can eat running back money one year you ain't eating 30 million dollars uh, like yeah. you just you just not like you gotta you just not say oh we just gonna work around that because if you think Blake Bortles is gonna be the solution to your problems your problems are far bigger than you have solutions for Ooh, it's tough out there um and the last thing <laughs> and he's a genius <laughs> yeah. they keep, that's what they keep telling me that's why they hired guys that look like him <laughs> well <laughs> The Rams are the Rams. It is, but I'm I'm glad I, I caught on and saw this a little bit ahead of time because I was talking to um a couple of people at my job and they were like, you know, I'm shocked that the Rams aren't in the you know gonna be in the playoffs. And I'm just like, why? He said, because all the players they got. I was like, oh. And I could tell how much knowledge or how much he kept up with football. So I was like, yeah, you know, nah, that ain't gonna do it. Todd Gurley is kind of shaky, and the quarterback is at average right. at best. Well, think about this. All that talent they have on offense and on defense, it's like you still got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. If you just looked at the roster of the Rams, wouldn't you think they'd be like a playoff team, like a division winner? Yeah. Based on the names you like based on the names you saw. It's like, yeah, somebody said, Oh, they don't make the playoffs. And I if you didn't watch, I'd be frowning my face too. Like how you got that how you got that much talent? You're not making the playoffs. Well, I know the owner is looking around like, what the fuck right now? But uh, we shall see. Um, Something funny I saw. Uh, I watched a little bit of the Chiefs and Bears game. <laughs> I watched more than a little bit. I was enjoying the hell out of that. First Ooh. off, first and foremost, Patrick Mahomes, Petty. Uh, second off, this is what you. This is what you thought was the best quarterback Bears. That's Mitchell Trubisky. This Boy, is what I thought. I was feeling bad the way they talk about. It. He's like, you know, he hears the thing about Patrick Mahomes and Sean Watson. You know, they his fault. He gets out there trying. And you saw that that tweet I put up on by compared to Fredo. Like, you know, I'm not dumb. I'm smart. I can read defenses. I'm Yo. not dumb like they say I am. Like, it's just. <laughs> 
It's not his fault. He did not get asked to get put in that situation. But it's kind of like, no. I have no sympathy for the Bears because the Bears could have been a dynasty. The Bears could have been an awesome team if they just made the right choice at QB. And they ain't messed up not once. They messed up twice. If Ooh. you didn't think Pat, Patrick Mahomes wasn't ready, Deshaun Watson was right there. You could have had either one of them. And you missed out on both for Got some it. guy that was barely and you traded up because keep in mind they trade up because not only did they pick the wrong person they traded up when they didn't have to gave all those picks to San Francisco to go and get the wrong person but, and then after you do that you trade because once you do that and you trade your picks for Khalil Mack it's like you got to be right because if you wrong you get what you get don't you, don't you remember uh, Mitchell Trubisky it was pro ready ready to run a run a pro style offense but the other two they won't show they're athletic kids but we just don't know not accurate people got hyped. people got hype people got hype because he beat the cowboys You're like oh this is what we see he's like jim mcmahon bullshit, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. and i'm like people trying to compare it to like oh this similar like, yeah they both they both have legs and they both have arms. Like, they're both human beings. There's nothing similar about Patrick Mahomes and Mr. Trubisky. Because you see Patrick Mahomes do stuff that you can't even do on Madden anymore because the video game physics won't let you. Like, some of the stuff he does is insane. And then you see Mr. Trubisky running around like he playing Howard. He's like a Tech Mobile quarterback. <laughs> he, he plays like people assume Lamar Jackson plays. That's how he plays. He plays like a stereotypical vision of a black quarterback from like 2005. And we and we try to hype that up as like, oh, what he just his mechanics and everything. I'm like, we ain't learn our lesson from Jake Locker. Cause he used oh. to say the same say the same thing about him. He just worked the kinks out. And he gonna be all right. No. Sometimes Ooh. you don't you don't you don't work those kinks out. Like, you know, Ryan even shout out to Ryan Tannehill who had one hot muff. And then became Ryan Tannehill again. It's like, you know, what you see with Mr. Biscuit is what you was what you're gonna get. And they he had two different offensive coordinators who try to model this system. Like, okay, why don't you just throw the one side of the field? That's you do in high school. That's like, is, is Nick Saban out there coaching? Like, that's what you I'm just throw to your right, just run around and do stuff. And I'm just sitting there. And Bears fans got us. I know Bears fans from a certain way because they looking at Mitch. And they're looking at Patrick Mahomes like, we could have had that nice, young, light-skinned man. He seems nice. He's well-spoken. His dad's an athlete because so he was raised well. And we could have had him. And now we stuck with this. Someone called Mr. Trubisky a bum. He did make it in the NFL. I'm like, yes. It has to be. I think watching what you could have had just cements how frustrating it is. Because it's different before. It's like, oh, we could have picked him, but we never know. You know how somebody is like, you know, you, you date a girl and then you break up and then she come back and she's there with, you know, with the new boyfriend and all that. She looking all hot. It's like, yeah, I could have been still been dating now, messing up. It's different when people say, oh, you know, she out there, she started playing volleyball again, got a new job and got a makeover. And then you see it. And then you see in person, like, damn, I, I, I really messed up. I, I could have been with her. I asked, I, I asked the cousin out. Now look at me now. Yeah, it's rough. It, it's 
Damn, it's rough out there. It's rough being. You have sympathy for him. You say? You have sympathy for him? No, 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 no. Because I mean, look, you you got drafted. Uh, you got to try to make it work. Um, I guess he's doing the best he can do with what he, you know, what he's talent he got. It's just not <laughs> the best he can. It's just like he, like he, like he, a little kid building a sandcastle. Yeah, he's doing the best he can. I mean, I, if I was if I was Khalil Mack, I'd be tight. I was like, God damn, I love the Raiders just to come to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Khalil. If you thought like Khalil Mack. And it's kind of like they showed Tariq Cohen's numbers. All of them dropped by half from this year to last year. It's like they made certain decisions. Like they traded Jordan Howard. Like, oh, well, you know, he's dispensable. He's just, you know, expendable. And Mitch is going to make the leap. You know, he went to the Pro Bowl last year. And he leaped right into the damn dumpster. I have no sympathy for the Bears because they did the same. Because the same thing's going to happen next year is going to be some teams that's going to pick the wrong people because, like, he's white and he runs around. Like they gonna make excuses when they shouldn't make. I don't have sympathy for the Bears. I don't have sympathy for the Bills. I don't have sympathy for any of those QBs. Like you know, oh, well, Lamar Jackson. He, he, they gonna figure him out. What's there to figure out? They build the offense around him. He's faster than most of the people in the field, and he has an arm. Most it's people? not magic. He's just special. That man faster than everybody he play. Yeah. Um. And he can throw. Like there's nothing, there's no magic. And the funny thing is, I never heard somebody say they're gonna figure out Carson Wentz when he had his hot second year. They certainly didn't say about Jared Goff. They never say about pocket QB. They only say about running QBs, and it's only black ones. You know, like, oh well, he's getting by on that that ghetto athleticism. When they watch the tape and they figure out like how to stop him, I'm like, what you gonna hope it rains? <laughs> like it's certain things, like you know, yeah, you see Patrick Mahomes. How you gonna st- if he's healthy in this neutral field? How you stopping that? There's no stopping it. That's talent. Yeah, certain certain like we have reached a part where it's like certain QBs get to a certain level. Like if everything's going well, you ain't stopping them. This period, like yeah, it's for, no, long, it's, for a long time. For a long time, Aaron Rodgers was there. Tom Brady was there. Now it's like you know you got a few young these young boys. It's like you better hope it rains or you better hope they. Banged up or beaten up because you ain't stopping them. Like people made a big deal, like, oh, San Francisco did this. Now, like, it was raining. That's the only that's what slowed down Baltimore with the damn weather. And and they still lost. With every with every condition helping the 49ers, as good as the 49ers defense was, they still lost. He still ran for over 100 yards. Rains rain slowed them down, not the 49ers. Well, you know what's funny about that is probably because uh all those people that you know write about football and talk about you know all that analyst or whatever they sit there and they still think it's like 1990 or the 1980s where you have to have where you got to have four or five years and then you become great like these guys are coming in a year or two and then they just explode like okay i got it i get it speaking of which um we won't talk about basketball this week because i'm annoyed by basketball and all i just say is if Ben Simmons want to punch some people in the face, he allowed. But any, that's all I'll say about basketball right now. But I want to wrap up with something because I was thinking about it. Because you're talking about Lamar Jackson. Which player, because I was thinking about players like Lamar Jackson worked out because he came in the right situation. He came in the right time with the right coach in a situation where they embrace his talent and not try to turn him to something he is. And I think about him because I'm like, 
I wonder how like somebody like McNabb and Vic Phil or even Cunningham, where it's like, you know, if they had an offense court and they're just like, you know what, we're going to embrace what you got. We're going to maximize. Like, imagine Randall, like, you know, you know what, you want to run? Run. We're going to do option plays. We're going to gonna have you do rollouts. Not, we got to keep you in the pocket so you can play white. This whole, don't play, don't passes out the pocket. Like, you got to do that. It's like, no. Like, you know, because I think about players that's came, like, too early. And even, like, Cam Newton. Like, I imagine if Cam Newton was, like, in an offense now, or especially, like, Don McNabb or Michael Vick, how awesome they – or, like, my perfect one, Steve, Steve McNair. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just disappointing because we all saw what they did with, with pretty much shackles on them. Like, okay, no, you can't do this, you can't do that. And especially for Michael Vick, if you said, you know what, I'm going to embrace this. Fuck what the league says. You know, no, I'm going to do it this way because I'm going to maximize every goddamn thing he got. I mean, Michael Vick would have put up numbers that I don't think Lamar Jackson would have. They want to stop. Like, it's, that's a whole thing. Lamar Jackson's an awesome athlete. I have never seen somebody that could effortlessly throw the ball like Michael Vick. Yeah. And Michael Vick's as fast as he Like, Michael Vick at his peak was like an amazing. I don't know if he's the best athlete that's ever played football quarterback he close like you can like he's in the conversation you couldn't name me me three better you might name me somebody that's like as good as him it's kind and it's funny where we had a whole generation of those people and the the league just talking about we got to figure him out because Kyle Kaepernick was a monster when he first came we we tend to forget that now because all the controversy like Uh he was out there making people look and he was out there embarrassing people like McNabb changed his game his style of play specifically like I don't want to get judged like, you know, a black QB. All we do is run around. I'm going to force myself to pocket and neutered his career. As good as McNabb was, like if he was in a different offense or if Andy Reid had a different mentality, like if he had the mentality then as he does now, the Eagles have a different destiny. Like I think not just running backs, like some like Eric Metcalf, you know, how we have running backs now, how we use the multiple way. Like back yeah. then, like, well, he too small to be a halfback. We don't know what to do with this and everything. It's like, it's it's a lot of players like that. A lot of those scat backs where they don't know what to use. He's not the prototypical running back. And we don't know how to use them. So we don't, you know, like Darren Sproles. Like, we know, you see how good Darren Sproles' career was. But like Darren Sproles with today's mentality, Christian McCaffrey, my ass. No disrespect, no disrespect to Christian McCaffrey. And the flip side is kind of like Roy Williams got legislated out the league. I'm talking about the safety. All them them big safeties, like, used to be able to murder people that run over the middle, and you didn't have to worry about covering, like, those box safeties. They don't exist anymore. Like, Cam Chancellor was the last one. Now it's like, you know, dinosaurs. Yeah, it's definitely a different, it's definitely a different game now than what 10 years ago? You might be, you know, 10 years, you yeah. 10 years ago, yeah. Like, it's just, it's different. It's, that's why it's hard to compare people, because I know they've been doing the top 100, and they've been like, you know, people have been complaining to them about, you got these guys from the 60s. <laughs> like, it's, you know, like Dick Buckets Dick Buckets with a man. Aaron Dow would treat him like a Frisbee. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of like, it's a, it's a different sport. 
like you can't even play the same way. The rules, like you know, it's just different. So I never do that whole comparison because it's like you can't do that. But it's think. only a few people. It's only a few people that transcend time. And as an Eagles fan, the main one I always come up with is Reggie White. You know, he ran like a four six forty. No, I didn't know that. Think about that. That man's three hundred pounds in the in the nineteen eighties. A four six forty. Oof. How's that? He, that's why I laugh though. They be big fun like fat people running. I'm like, them fat linemen will run your ass down. Yeah, like, I, they like, like Larry, like them, them 350, like Jason Peters would run you down like a damn Velociraptor. <laughs> it's insane. You know somebody who else you could uh, probably say that for it is well, yeah, Moss. You stick Moss in any any era. Pfft. They'd have lynched Moss in the 60s. Like, this, this Negro, like, this colored boy way too fast to be just out here and bashing us good folks out there. Can you imagine him catching passes like Fran Tarkins and they like, whoa, whoa, son, you got too much dip on your chin. You can't, you can't just jumping over people. Because it's... Yeah, yeah. it's like, because Moss kind of like, it's... Although, I never get into the discussion. Here's a perfect time to wrap up. I never is great. Randy Moss, I always say Randy Moss is the best athlete to play wide receiver, but Jerry Rice is the best wide receiver. And people always just look at like you know, Jerry Rice overrated. It's like I'm like, people have no idea how good Jerry Rice was. Nope. I'm guessing like if, it's like a Jordan thing. I guess if you're a certain age, all you see is the Popeyes commercial, and you think he did some coon that played back in the day. I'm like, he was doing this. Back when you could like legally murder receivers. That record that Moss broke for most touchdowns, Rice did that in 12 games. 12. This man was putting up all pro and pro bowl numbers and like his like 38 and 39 as a wide receiver. Like, to put it in perspective, Larry Fitzgerald was probably like second and like most receiver numbers, like third. And he probably have to play. Five more years or six more years? I say to six. catch some Jerry Rice up there to catch Jerry, Jerry Rice. He ain't playing six more years. Is he? Yeah, he's like, think about, let's, yeah, just think about that. Like David Fitzgerald's played for a long ass time, and he probably had to play like five more years to catch Jerry Rice. Antonio Brown was the closest, like to maybe catching him, and he I don't know what happened to him. He turned into Dewey Cox. He's, his life flamed <laughs> out. Hey, it is no, it is nobody catching those numbers. Nobody. Yeah, like you said, Brown had a chance, or he was on the project, you know, projected. But now, he's he, for, yeah, he projected like it's like unless Julio Jones played for another decade, man, like, he he turned into Malik from uh the game. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that's, I just use an example like Randy Moss is amazing, and if he played focus, he might have caught. Like if he played focus, he he may have caught. Jerry Rice, but it's like even then, it's like Jerry Rice got a big ass gap. I think, I think if Moss could have stayed in Minnesota, uh, maybe still with uh Dante, you know, if they still had that connection, you know, you know, certain things would have to play out. But you know, he did get in his own way, and I think he know that he would have had a chance. I ain't gonna say he would have broke it, but he would have. But the thing is, like this, by the time he like thirty four, he was basically washed. Moss was playing. I mean, Rice was putting up numbers until he was like forty. Or 41. Like, that's the thing people don't take into account. The longevity. 
it's like it's the same thing in basketball where it's like people talk about like low management make fun of players like most of those players was done by 33-34 like that's why the like you look at LeBron James like that shouldn't be possible most people don't because LeBron James has played a long ass time he's put a lot of like a lot of minutes on his odometer and he's still doing it all his friends are retired or, or just or about to retire yeah well, he got left. What Car- uh, Carmelo and uh, Chris Paul? That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see, like Carmelo just got a job back in Chris Paul out here playing cop. Damn snitch. But yeah. Like so. Yeah. So that's why I just think about you know about when I watch old tapes. It's kind of like it's such as this too soon and such as such came too late. And like I don't like comparing players because like the errors are different, the rules are different, the bodies are different. Like it's you have I remember something where it was like Sean Merriman was bigger than Anthony Munoz and faster than Jerry Rice. Yeah. How, like they we talking about basically different human beings. Imagine it's 1965 and all of a sudden Aaron Donald just pops there in there. He playing <laughs> D tackle. What you doing, N word? I got your N word. <laughs> So it's just it's just kind of like it's just that's I don't I don't like doing that so I never make fun of like you know they it's soft and they do this they back in the day they were real men I'm like that'd be all nice like but Troy Polamalu would be like a damn goblin <laughs> like back then like it's it's just kind of even now like regular average players and you think about you know like Dallas Goddard is a, like our backup tight end and he like six five six six. 255, 260, and can run. He'd have been a lineman back in the 70s or 80s. Sheesh. Yeah, that's insane when we uh, look at these players and put them in different eras and stuff like that. Because like you said, everybody is... It, it would just have been different. Because I heard somebody say uh, also too, <laughs> oh, if... Um, who did they say? Oh, oh, oh if I put... Uh, they say Joe Montana. It was either Joe Montana or Steve Young. I can't remember which one. Oh, if we put him in it now, he still would put up the same numbers. And I'm looking like, I think it was Joe Montana. I mean, I'm like maybe, but, but I ain't sure about that. Here's the thing. He, he probably put up more because it's kind of like you can't hit QBs. So QB is the one thing where it's like once you hit the '80s, yeah, because the rules just benefit offense so much. Where it's like, yeah, like you couldn't. This quarterback was getting murdered. Like, like Troy Aikman yeah. retired from concussions. See, Young retired from concussions. Like, these people were getting knocked out to the couch. And I remember watching those old games. So, yeah, I could see, you know, you could basically maul receivers back then. And if you was able to get off the line, don't run a slant the wrong way. Some Ooh. safety was there to wait to put you in the hospital. You can't do that anymore. So, no. Joe Montana, I mean, if Drew Brees doing this. Yeah, I guess. Joe Mont- I mean, I'm no offense to Drew Brees. I'm like, yeah, I can see Joe Montana doing it. Like Dan Marino would be putting up like six thousand yards. You can't, you can't touch him, and you can't touch the receivers like you could. Like, yes, it, the certain QBs that had the athletic skill or the you know mentality to do it will be putting up video game numbers. So, but it's few. But that's one of the few positions I can say like running backs. Maybe it depends on the running back. I would just say that. Yeah, cause I listen. 
I'm, I'm, and I'll tell anybody this. Hey, I, I love watching old clips of uh, Walt, Walter Payton. I really do. And I know what they said. He used to love the contact. Boy, somebody will knock him out if he tried to. <laughs> As time went on, I don't know. I don't know if he would have loved the contact so much. That's just me. I mean, that's why you only can judge them based on the era they played because it's like you might have been big back then, but people change sizes. You know, so it's kind of like, it's a, you know, Walter Payton is the man. There's a lot of people built like Walter Payton now. Man, if I'm going to look up his stats, see how big he was. 5'10", 200 pounds. 200? 200. Like, LaShawn, I mean, okay, that's like, you LaShawn McCoy. Like, it's a lot like now, that's average. So, who knows? That's all I'll say. Yeah. Keep in mind, which kind of like, you know, do you get to use the same gym routine? You get the same protein intake? You have the same genetics? Because it's kind of like, see, we can do this all day. Because, like, even basketball, they say, like, you know, imagine Giannis back. I'm like, they be having Giannis play like Luke Chamberlain. They want to have him as a wing. I can shoot the three. Like, no, you know you ain't. You're going to get down no, here. You, what? Like, what's a three? Like, a three didn't exist. It's kind of oh, like, shit. that's... that's yeah. Yeah, that's the thing where it's like certain players, they wouldn't know. Like, if you put Lamar Jackson back in, like, 1990, they put him at wide receiver. Oh, you slash. <laughs> mm-hmm. They put you, they put you at wide, like, you're, yep. you're in the slot. You know how, God, I just know he, I know he feel a certain type of way. I know he feel a certain type of way because it's like, yo, I want to, I'm a quarterback. I can play quarterback, but I had to, oh. I won the Heisman. And that got nominated again for the And now y'all trying to turn me into Julian Edelman. Like, yeah. And I was like, it's not like he played in Louisville in a pro-style offense. And it's like Teddy Bridgewater went through the same crap. And it was like, his hands are too small. That's the main thing. Because he was going to be a top five pick. Like, oh, we measure his mittens. His hands too small. So he can't grip the ball. And now we got to do this with Lamar Jackson. I'm like, don't. I know a lot of people like, they like, oh, well, a lot of people had doubts. I'm like, no. It's the between you're not sure how good he'd be and somehow he got to switch positions. Because I never, because it's like, you only do that with him, with the black QBs. You don't do that with the white ones. Oh, you just such and such. You got Tim Tebow. I'm like, you, you really think if Tim Tebow is really good, the league won the game a chance? Look how many chances. Look how many people gave him chances. Patriots game a chance. The Jets. The e- Chip Kelly brought his ass in for preseason. And Eagles fans was like, oh, you might have something. And I'm just sitting here just rolling my like I I hated that preseason we had Tim Tebow. Cause it was like, kill that dream. Cause uh, I remember him that, that one year. I was like, this is some lifetime movie crap. Like, how are they winning? Cause he sucks. And he had like one drive, one fluky pass, and they beating these good teams. And it's like you knew Denver knew he was trash because guess what? They went to the playoffs. They won a playoff game. And as soon as they had a chance, they're like, you know what? Peyton Manning, you bring your ass in here. You ain't got to turn your neck. Um, I refuse to slander Tim Tebow because he was a Florida Gator. But what I will say is that he wasn't good. And I don't think nobody, nobody was going to change their office around for him. They would put packages in. 
but they want to change their offense over. They didn't. They didn't do what they did for Lamar Jackson. That's just because Lamar Jackson is a better. There's player. never been a. There's never been a white quarterback that didn't get a fair chance in the NFL. No, 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 no. I understand what you're saying that, but what mm-hmm. I'm saying is they just want one change, not for him because he had too many. Uh, Cause he sucked. Yeah, he was average. He was average. But boy, he gave. No, me... no, no, no. We not gonna say average. Okay, he was below average. Ryan Fitzpatrick is average. Below That's average. Below average. Can we go below average? Can I? Why can't I just call him bad? Because <laughs> he's a Florida Gator. Come so on, what? I mean, it means something to we me. See, we seeing a criminal, and you have some Florida Gators. That's some oh, criminal. Oh boy, someplace. it's time to check out now. It's time to go. <laughs> Cause that's opening that, up. No. Yeah, that's opening up a box I'm not ready for. Uh, anyway, if you want to catch me on social media, uh, you can reach me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter and Facebook. You can also follow me at the Real Jeff versus the World on Instagram. Uh, Shahi, got anything for him? Philly drugs. Yeah, on everything I guess. <laughs> Just look Philly, Philly drugs. Philly underscore drugs. And until next week, we Please are. Don't s- add me. We are signing off. Peace.